Hey, the Networking Retreat audio show. Which comes first, going to networking events and then following up with people on social media or putting yourself in the position where you never walk into a room full of strangers? That's what I got talking about at the social media and marketing show a couple of weeks ago, how I've used social media and content so that when I arrive at a networking event, People know who I am and they want to ask me about my business. Um, About 20 minutes here of my keynote at the Social Media and Marketing Show. I hope you enjoy it. And if you do, please hit subscribe. Hey, and welcome to the Networking Retreat Audio Show with advice, hints and tips on business and networking. Presented by your host, author of Business Networking for Dummies, Stefan Thomas. Hey folks at the Social Media and Marketing Show, I hope you're good. My name's Stefan Thomas, I'm the author of Business Networking for Dummies and Instant Networking and Win the Room, which you can see on screen, and I'm going to talk to you today about networking. I'm sort of going to talk to you about networking because I'm going to talk about all of the things that we can do outside of networking events whether that's in real life or online. I'm going to talk about online networking quite a lot. Um, All of the things that we can do outside of networking events to make networking a lot easier. Um, Hi, this is me. I hope you're all well. Um, Usually, when I get invited to talk at events, it's to talk specifically about what we do at networking events, whether we're conducting them in in real life, whether we're conducting them on, on Zoom, however it happens to work. But today I'm going to talk about something slightly differently to that. I'm going to talk about trust. And trust is a really big deal in in networking. A lot of the time in networking, you might hear the expressions know, like, and trust, or meet, like, no trust. That process from when someone's first met you, although I'm going to challenge that a little bit, and I'm going to change that to the, the process after someone has first heard of you, up until the point at which they trust you and trust you enough to do business with you, trust you enough to refer business to you, whatever that happens to be. But I'm going to talk about that trust because it's really important. Usually, when people come to me and want to, to talk about networking, they think it all revolves around the networking event and what we say and do at the networking event itself. But I'm really going to challenge that today because so much of networking is about what we do outside of the networking event. And even then, people misinterpret that. Because when I talk about what we do outside of the networking event, people often think that we mean what you do after networking events, following up with people, keeping in touch with people, that sort of thing. But it's more than that. There's so much that you can do before networking events, which will make the event itself so much simpler for you. And and if you listen to a load of the other fantastic speakers today, they'll be talking about a load of the stuff that you can do before. And I hope to put some of that into context for you. So let's talk about building up to networking events and what you can actually do, how you can use your social media and marketing, see what I did there, um, to make the networking event so much simpler for you. When, when I turn up at a networking event, I'm in a really fortunate position that I never walk into a room full of people who I don't know. I'm always, these days, and probably for 10 years or so now, even before I wrote the books, been able to walk into a room full of, broadly speaking, warm contacts. People who've heard of me, people who know who I am, people who know what I do, people who know what I stand for. 
very often people who even know about my services and what I offer. And that's not coincidence. That's not happened by accident. That's something that I have absolutely engineered over the years. And and I want to talk to you about how you can do the same. Because none of this stuff is difficult. None of this stuff excludes anyone from doing it. It's all perfectly simple. But if you've heard me speak before, you'll be expecting me to say this. The, the real opportunity is that it takes a bit of effort and that's where most people fall down. Most people won't put in the effort necessary to make all of this work. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what we can actually do. You'll hear other speakers today talking about things like video, um, talking about social media, talking about podcasts, talking about writing content. And all of that is an absolutely essential part of, of networking. We can talk about this in any order. It's, it's a sort of circular thing. We could talk about this in terms of what you do after networking events, but actually it's just as important in what you do before networking events. What I've done over the years is, is firstly thought really clearly about what it is that I stand for, what it is that, that I offer. And I'm the networking guy, or one of the networking guys. Um, we've got Colin McKean here as, as well today. Um, we're broadly separated, I think, by um, by Hadrian's Wall. And, and Colin, it's, it's always lovely to see you. So I'm one of the networking guys, and networking is what I talk about. So what I've done over the years is made sure I've put so much content out there about networking that people haven't been able to ignore me, that when I've arrived at events, people feel like they already know me. I'll come back to that in a second. So really specifically, really practically, what do I mean by that? I started by writing articles, blogs. Um, blogs, articles, pretty much interchangeable these days. But I started by writing loads of articles about networking. And when I say loads, there's probably 200 articles out there that, that I've written about networking, possibly more than that, actually. I, I, I stopped counting. What that means is that a load of people that I meet at networking events have read my articles. They know a little bit about my thoughts about networking. Actually, what that's led to is in writing tons of stuff about networking and putting it on LinkedIn and Facebook and my own website, thenetworkingretreat.co.uk and Medium as well and any other platforms that, that I can find. One of the things that's happened by doing that is that journalists have, have occasionally picked me up and, and asked me to, to write pieces for articles in their newspapers or, or, or magazines, which has led to me getting into The Guardian, The Huffington Post, The Telegraph. So writing articles for free putting them out there on the internet, putting loads of useful content about networking out there on the internet. One of the first things that it led to is uh, journalists picking up my name and wanting me to, to pop an article or a, a section of an article into their newspaper or, or the article that they were writing. So that's an immediate bonus for it. The, the other thing that it meant is that people who I was meeting had read my articles. They knew a little bit about what I stood for. And actually, more than that, some people liked the articles which I'd written enough that they shared it amongst their communities, amongst their audiences, further broadening my network, further putting my name out there. So that I'm based in, in, in Oxfordshire. I'm based in a little town called Whitney in Oxford. To the extent that I could turn up and did in 2010 in Edinburgh at a networking event, and people, including Colin McKean, had already heard of me, they knew what I stood for, they knew the sort of thing that, that, that I wrote and, and talked about. So leading on from that, videos, 
putting videos out there. I know that there are other people who will talk in much more detail today about how to put together a great video and they will very obviously know a lot more about it than, than, than me. But videos are really important. Talking about it from a high level, talking about it from a personal branding level, talking about it from getting yourself well known out there. There's a load of video out there on, on the internet of me, certainly hundreds of, of videos, some of it professionally recorded where, where I'm, I'm on stage, I'm speaking in, in real life. That's one of the things that I do. Um, I do a load of videos like this where I'm just talking straight to camera, whether I'm sat here in my office, whether I'm in my home office, um, whether I'm out walking, whether I'm on public transport. I try and put as much video content, content out there as possible and I'll, I'll, I'll explain why. A, it, it's great. It, it enables me to bring value to the relationships. So I'm putting useful content videos out there about networking, which, which bring value to people because I'm teaching them things about networking. That's great. Being the person who's brought value to a relationship before I've even met them is a great place to, to start from. The other thing that, that it does in, in a really big way I was asked to speak at um, the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants. That uh, was 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 asked to speak there. I actually spoke there four times, and when I asked, because I always do, I do my, my my research, find out what's working in my marketing. When I asked the guys from the Chartered Institute of Management Accountants why they booked me, they they told me that they'd been passed my name. Someone had suggested me as a speaker for for the event, so that's a, a win, a referral. Um, always a, a, a win, but also they felt like they already knew me. When they checked me out online, having been given my name, there was so much video content out there that they could see that I could do what they wanted to pay me to do, which was stand on a stage and speak. They could see that, that I could do that because there was loads of video of me doing that. Plus, there was the straight-to-camera stuff, the Facebook Lives, the LinkedIn Lives, the YouTube stuff, the Instagram stuff that they found of me talking straight-to-camera, so they felt like they already knew me. If you think about the no like, and trust, or the meet like, no trust think about just how enormously powerful it is before you meet someone if they feel like they already knew you. I was booked to do some work for, for, for Lloyds Bank a few years ago. Yes, I'm showing off now, name-dropping. Um, one of the things which my, my contact at, 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 at Lloyd, Paul McCluskey, the wonderful Paul McCluskey, said that he couldn't ignore me. Every time he started thinking about booking his conference, he couldn't ignore me because I was popping up on his timeline. I was putting some new piece of content out there. So imagine walking into a room full of people who feel like they already know you. They've already seen the stuff that you've put out there. They've already seen what you stand for. This is how marketing has worked for, for me. This didn't just come in my networking career. Actually, if we reel back to the 1990s when I was an estate agent, that's what I did for 20 years, an estate agent based here in Oxfordshire, I made a point of being the estate agent who was seen everywhere. So in those days, prior to, to social media, I was using the tools which were available to, to me at the time. I was, was making sure I got regular press releases in, in the local newspapers. No reason you shouldn't do that these days for, for your business. It is significantly simpler than you expect it to be. I was making sure that if there was a conversation to be had about property prices or the property market on local radio, that I would get onto local radio. I made it easy for the radio journalists, the radio presenters to, to get hold of me, to know who I was. I made sure that if I walked into someone's house, 
as well as our own marketing, the leaflets that we sent out, the letters that we sent out, our newspaper adverts, that on top of that, there was a chance that they'd heard me on the radio. There was a chance that they'd seen an article form from me in the local newspaper. In being everywhere, in being visible absolutely everywhere, it made it much more likely that I would win that instruction. And nowadays, it makes me makes it much more likely that I'll win that speaking gig. Hence, being here to speak to you today. Any business can put useful content out about your business, whether it's written, videos, podcasts. I very often, by the way, strip the audio off the videos that I do and put that out as a podcast. So I'm, I'm using my time twice. And if you're in any doubt about the content that you put out there, what one big tip about social media is to join in other people's conversations. You don't have to start the conversation yourself. Something that I do every single day is look on YouTube, look on YouTube, look on LinkedIn. That's where I meant to say. Um, videos don't have to be perfect. That wasn't planned. I look on LinkedIn to, to see who's talking about networking, and then I go and join in their conversations. And very often, then once I've joined in that conversation, people will spot that I'm the author of this book or whatever it happens to be. They'll get into conversation with me. They'll connect with me. Then they'll start digesting my content. So even without putting content out there, I can join in other people's conversations and then they get to know who I am. When I when I look at networking conversations on LinkedIn or, or Facebook, when I look at conversations where people are talking about subjects that I know a bit about, one of the brilliant things about it is that it's like a mini networking event. If I put content out there, which I do all the time, then I'm relying on other people to see it. I'm relying on LinkedIn and Facebook to choose who sees it for me. So that's one thing. If I go and comment on someone else's post, I can be absolutely sure that they're going to see it. And actually, most of the other people who've commented on or liked their post will see it as well. And whenever that post gets shared, my comment goes along with it. And, and think about this. Whenever I bring this subject up in real life, people often say to me, yeah, but isn't it a bit weird going on to the, the post of someone you don't know and commenting? Think about how much you like it when someone comments on your post, when someone interacts with you online. Everyone else in the world is exactly the same. People love strangers seeing their content. People absolutely love people engaging with them and interacting with them. So don't be scared of doing it. And it gives you the opportunity to join in someone else's conversation. Make absolutely sure, if you're doing that, that you use those questions that other people have put out there as inspiration for your own content. My most popular ever post on LinkedIn was inspired by a conversation I had with, with other people um, about whether virtual networking is here to stay, whether we'll go back to, to real life networking, whether we shake hands, that sort of thing. And I put some thoughts together about that based on a conversation I'd had with someone else. And that became my most viewed piece of, of content ever. Join in other people's conversations. Use those conversations as inspiration for your own content and make sure that you're putting content out there yourself. 14 minutes in to a 20-minute presentation and I'm now going to start talking about networking events. So what happens to me when I arrive at a networking event is that I'm saying hello to people, whether that's on Zoom or, or, or in real life when we go back to that. And people have already heard of me. So that if I arrive in the future at a networking event that you're at, you've seen me speak, you, you've heard of me. People come up to me and say, 
I saw that article that, that, that you wrote. I, I saw that video that you put out there. Really agreed with, disagreed with, whatever it happens to be. But it doesn't matter. Because I'm putting myself in a position where people want to speak to me rather than me having to do that thing which most of us find a bit icky of going up and talking to strangers. And, and that's one of the reasons why this works so well for me. Putting truly useful content out there that resonates with other people means that when I arrive at networking events, people make a beeline for me rather than me having to go and find um, other people and talk to them. And that's the reason why I did it all the way along. I, I, I'm so uncomfortable as the guy who writes about networking, about going up and talking to, to random strangers, that I engineer situations so that I don't have to do that myself, so that they want to come and speak to me. You can do exactly the same. Let's talk about what you do at networking events, because that's important too. When I'm at a networking event, what I'm aiming to do is not to sell stuff to people in the room. And and. It's really vitally important that, that I talk about this because this is where so many people min misunderstand what networking's about. When I join in someone's conversation on LinkedIn, all that I'm looking to do is make myself a little bit more visible to some new people who might be interested in networking because down the line I, I sell products related to networking. When I go to a networking event, all that I'm wanting to happen is broaden my contacts meet some new people, connect with people who know me but I've not met them yet, and strengthen the relationship with people who I've met over the years that I'm bumping into for the hundredth time or, or whatever it happens to be. I am not going to networking events to sell stuff. So think about that in context as well. That completely defines what I say when I stand up and do my 40 or 60 second introduction. Because all I'm looking to do at that stage is give people enough that they want to find out more about me rather than telling people all about the services that I offer and hoping that they'll buy from me. A couple of things really vital to online networking. When we go to real life networking events, when we're all in the same room, what we would tend to do is look around the room and get eye contact with other people whilst we're doing our, our, our 40 or 60 seconds. In the virtual world, I'm giving you the illusion that I'm maintaining eye contact with you by making sure that I continue to talk to this camera. Um, and I'm talking into the, the, the camera on my device to, to make sure that it looks to you like I'm maintaining eye contact with you. Because if I look down to my screen in, in a Zoom um, event where, where other people would be on the screen, then it looks to all the world like I'm looking away from you. So in order to maintain the illusion of eye contact, which bizarrely we still prefer even though we know that it's false, even though we know logically that the person isn't actually talking to us, they're talking to a camera, we still prefer it as human beings to feel like someone's maintaining eye contact with us. It, it, it's something that has helped me to, to build rapport so much more quickly in, in online conversations, in Zoom meetings, by giving the illusion of maintaining eye contact, even though I'm giving away the secret, giving away the trick right now. The other thing which I strongly recommend that you do in, in virtual networking events, in online networking events, if you're not already doing it, is if you have the chance to put a, a written version of your 40 or 60 seconds into the chat box, have it written out ready, even have it formatted if, if the chat box allows that. So. Rather than having to furiously type 
immediately after you've spoken that you've got something already typed up ready to copy and paste it into the chat box and what i would thoroughly recommend is putting your contact details in there a link to your linkedin profile so that after you've met whether it's virtually or, or in real life virtually that's what we're talking about here so that after you've met you make it as simple as possible for people to connect with you. The other thing that you really, really should do at virtual networking events is have some way of making notes next to your screen. Whether that's a pad and a pen, which is, is what I've got just down there, or whether you're, you're being very modern and, and making notes onto a device, but make sure you've got the ability to make notes so that you can write down the names and the business names of the people that you want to connect with. And, and being really clear about that as well, make absolutely sure that you leave time at the networking events to connect with people, that you don't forget it, that you don't leave it to them. So think about this really huge circle that we're, we're going through now. After a networking event, you should connect with people. So the people that you've never met, make sure that you, you start a connection with them on LinkedIn. Every big opportunity starts with a little conversation. So at the end of the networking event, what you want to do is continue that conversation with the people you've started the conversation with. What those people will do, if you've met them, if you connect with them on LinkedIn, quite probably they'll then go and check out your LinkedIn profile and look at the content you've been putting out there. We go right back to the beginning. If you've got that content out there, that will massively accelerate the know, like, and trust because people will be able to see that you're generous in, in your content, that you put out content which is really helpful to people, and they'll be able to see that you know what you're talking about. And guess what? If you put a ton of helpful content out there, people will never be offended if you pop the occasional advert in there for your services. This stuff all joins up. Use your marketing, use your content so that you're seen everywhere, so that when people meet you at a networking event, they feel like they already know you. And when you connect with them after the networking event, when they go and check you out, that there's further content in there that builds your part, that shows that you're someone who knows what you're talking about, that in fact, when they check you out, they can see that you are the authority in what you do. I hope that that little lot's been helpful to you. I'm sticking around to answer any questions that, that, that you may have as well. So please, fire any questions that, that you've got at me, any questions that have been coming up in, in the chat box, I'll, I'll endeavor to answer in the chat now. Um, Social Media and Marketing Show, it has been really brilliant to be here today. Thank you so much to Hashtag Events for allowing me to come and speak to you at their event. And... Um, Let's keep in touch. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Go and check out my content. I'll speak to you guys really soon. That was the Networking Retreat Audio Show. Thanks for listening. If you loved what we had to say and you'd like to hear more, then please subscribe. If you know of anyone else you feel would benefit from this podcast, then please share it with them. We'll see you next time.